Good evening. I'm October Weeks, paranormal horror dark fantasy author. I also write romance under the name Libby Bishop. Welcome to Haunted October's Paranormal Podcast. Grab your favorite drink, cozy up around the campfire, and enjoy the show. So tonight we're going to talk about Ireland because I just got back from a trip and I have a lot of ghost encounters to tell you about. The first one we're going to talk about is at the Boyne Hotel. Now in their Georgian room. Me, Taylor, David, Brandy, and Anastasia went into the Georgian room to investigate. And the moment I walked into that room, it was alive. I There's no other way to really describe it other than it was, that room was just, it was alive. There was so much energy in there. Um, we started out, so when you walk in at the, that far wall is uh, three windows and a table. Immediately, I felt uh, kind of standing in front of the table, there were three women um, in their late 20s, and they were, in my mind, I could see them wearing um, ball gowns from like the late 1800s, uh, the 1890s is what it felt like to me. Um, so we started back there. Uh, we sat at the table, we did uh, EVP session, and we turned on the spirit box, we weren't getting anything, and then suddenly Taylor said, do you hear that? And then right as she said that, I could hear a noise, and um, Brandy, Anna, and David did not hear it, but we got up and we were trying to figure out what was making that noise, and I believe it was Brandy who said, does that open on the wall? There's like, it looks like it, there's like a a door there or something and what it was and it turned out as I'm playing around with it was it was like a partition you know that would fold out and block off that part um, the other one on the other side did not open but I could open that one a little bit and that noise it made as I started to unfold it is what Taylor and I heard only um, it was closed <laughs> So, um, and it didn't look like anyone had tried to open it. However, the sound of it opening, like folding open, was the sound we heard. And not long after that, um, that and like more energy started to fill the room. And Taylor put on some ballroom type music from about that era. And all of a sudden, the room filled up with so many spirits who were chatting and dancing and I said probably a million times um, you can hear me on the video um, say and probably annoyingly so I kept I couldn't help I just kept feeling like somebody was asking me to dance and even I even started to kind of dance you know waltz by myself because it felt like someone was right beside me like a gentleman was right in front of me and we were just dancing and it was the most energy um there's the, and that is what the energy was i don't even know how to explain it it just as soon as the music turned on it kind of surged and all of a sudden i was in the middle of a ball <laughs> and like someone was asking me to dance it was crazy how instantaneous that was so we decided to do the estes method i went under first and in that video, it was about seven minutes long, I was under, um, I was talking about a ball and dancing and music. Um, there was also a couple of times where I said, um, 
the lad on the left, and then by the door, and then to his left. And during that um, time, Taylor, and this is very important, Taylor asked me, could I show my, could the spirit show um, itself in the mirror? And I really want you to remember that. I really want you to remember that. There were a couple times where I couldn't understand what was being said because it was a very heavy Irish accent and I could not um, understand what was being said. And so there are these long stretches of me waiting for someone to speak or listening to someone speak, but I could not understand them. And I, and I convey that in the video as well that I couldn't understand. When I was finished, um, Taylor had played me a few different accents to try and pin down what I heard. And the closest I could get was a northern accent. I believe it was from Kerry. I believe it was from Kerry. Um, was the closest I could come to the heavy accent I was hearing and I just like could not understand what it was being said. Um, it was a male voice. I just I could not understand what he was trying to tell me. Um, so probably five or six minutes after I got out we put Taylor under the first time and she was talking about being on a ship and it tipping over. Um, uh, and a lot of that first session with her was kind of ship related. Um, we stopped that session and I had um, brought up an app that um, kind of like a ghost box, but it was the app on my phone. And normally I'm, I don't always use those because I don't know how reliable they are. Um, but I pulled it up at the same time Brandy had pulled up an app on her phone that you know gives you this kind of like um, an ovulus but on your phone so it gives you the words um, it doesn't say them but it shows them so we did that for I believe the recording on my because I had my EVP recorder on the entire time we're doing this and um, I think it was like a 55 minute section where we were focusing on that and asking questions and we got a lot of activity um, in that time uh, we got a woman with an Irish accent uh, a woman uh, with us it sounded like a French accent um, something a little darker and deeper came through on that one um, the atmosphere changed you could feel the shift uh, when that darker ghost came through um, it didn't feel like it was non-human to me. It just felt like a dark ghost. So after we finished that, Taylor went under a second time. And so I'm going to set this up because it's hard. I'll put the video up on my TikTok soon. Um, I have a lot of video and everything and audio to go through still, but I will get that up. Um, so I there was a little a smaller table in front of the fireplace so Taylor was standing there I was probably five or six feet away and I was recording her behind her was the fireplace um, and the mantle was taller than I was and then above that was a large mirror and that mirror was so high up that even it was taller than all of us including David who's pretty tall um, it was so it was taller than all of us and we closed all the shades um, 
because I think there were, were quite a few windows in there and they so the windows are tall so they cover a big portion of um, the far wall and then the wall to your right as you're walking in and so we closed the shades which are heavy blackout shades we turned the lights off I was recording Taylor no one was taking pictures the only light we had was Brandy turned on her uh, the flashlight on her cell phone so we had some light in the room um, just enough so that when I was recording Taylor you can see her in the video so when she started talking she had mentioned um, German and she mentioned wanting to see somebody and we asked who and she responded Eileen um, and there was a little bit of a section of a pause there was about 10 seconds um, of quiet and when I was replaying the video the next day when we were on the bus I was I'm like what the hell is that in the mirror so there is a in the lower as you're facing the mirror in the lower right corner of the mirror is um, a flash of light it goes away and then a like white misty uh, light comes back and then moves off and disappears once it hits the frame of the mirror. And I watched that probably 15 to 20 times. I showed Taylor who was sitting beside me on the bus and then across from me um, was David and Brandy and I showed them and I'm like, I, cause I watched it so much cause I was trying to figure out where the hell that light, that flash of light came from because there were no uh, there was no light in the room. There was nothing flashing in the room. The only light we had was the flashlight on Brandy's uh, cell phone. And if she had moved, you would have seen that light up that whole uh, fireplace uh, and mirror side of the room. It would have lit up as soon as she moved. And if it had somehow come from outside and had snuck through the width, the sides of the um, shades, it would have done the same thing. You would have seen light all the way up and down the mirror in the fireplace, but that did not happen. It was only in that corner of the mirror. And I had Shelly, who's with, uh, who is one of our ambassadors. She's also with the Paranormal Adventures Ireland investigation group. Um, I showed her that video uh, the next morning. She went into the Georgian room um, to look around and try and debunk the video and trying to, you know, find maybe we missed something and there was something that could flash the light just in that corner of the mirror. Like I, and she could not find anything that would have caused it um, either. And there was another gentleman, Sean, who was part of our group and he was in there as well. Um, and no one can figure out um, where that light came from. It's a very quick flash. And then the mist comes back and then moves to the right and disappears as soon as it hits the frame. And again, I will post that video. Um, but yes, uh, we all tried to debunk that and we can't. Again, any light coming from the outside of the building um, that managed to come through the sides of the mirror would have shown in the entire 
mirror as well as up and down um, the darkened walls on that side and any like camera flash or anything like that from inside the room and none of us were taking pictures I was videoing and Brandy's flashlight on her phone was on and that was it if she had moved even a fraction you would have seen it all along that wall and inside the mirror so there's just there's no explanation for it um and i'll post that as soon as i have a moment um on my instagram and my tiktok um the next one and i still have to go through uh the evp recorder because i from that room because i've only gone through the 55 minutes and i still have like a bunch to listen to um and other members of that tour had said that their rooms were haunted i that whole hotel has a lot of spirits in it has got a lot of energy um so i we were not the only ones having experiences but the georgian room is very active and i cannot wait to go back and further investigate and see if we can't contact um the same people we were talking to during our sessions um and if i still feel that that type of ballroom type of feel um I can't wait to go back and check that out. The next place that I had a lot of activity was, we went to 4-F-O-R-E, Abbey, um, the ruins of it. Um, the moment I started walking down the path from the parking lot, it was instantaneous. There was a male energy, about 60 years old, and honestly it felt like he was saying would you hurry up and get here because i got shit to say that's what it felt like <laughs> not in those exact words but that was what the energy was like conveying like you need to get over here because i need to talk to you like right now and the when we got to the abbey i started taking pictures and i was feeling it out and the first room area that we entered um what and I'm not sure what it was I did take a picture of the map of where things would have been inside the Abbey that I'll have to look at but the first room that we walked into um, I he was there 60 years old um, a monk his energy was strong I felt him when I was walking up and the second I got into that room it like doubled his energy doubled. And as I walked around um, the Abbey, I just, there were so many more. Um, we were going up the spiral stairs um, and I was about, not even up like five steps and Taylor was directly behind me and I said, I'm putting on my video. Um, let's try not to talk for a minute to see if I pick anything up. I still have to listen to that video. Um, I'm like, because there's a man here, another monk, um, this time a little slightly older uh, than the first one I felt. And he was just like, I'm here, I'm here too. And, and so of course I'm like, well, hello. And you know, I don't tell it everybody as I'm coming down, I'm like, there is a man in his sixties. <laughs> and he is very strong up this stairway and um and i told that to like everybody i ran into as i'm coming back down the entire grounds of that abbey have so much energy 
and there are so many spirits there, so, you know, of the monks that live there. I could have, and I said this uh, to a few people actually, I said, I could stay here and investigate all night. Like, I don't want to go anywhere else. I want to stay here. You know, give me maybe a small blanket, some snacks, some water, and I will be good. Just leave me here the whole night because I want to stay here and talk. I want to talk to these spirits. I want to see if I can um, get, you know, them on the recorder, if I can get them on video, something. I'm like, they are here. It is so strong. I'm like, I do not want to leave this abbey. I need to stay here. So that is another location that I really would like to get back to, um, to investigate and really be there for several hours because there are so many, again, there are so many spirits there and it is so active. And it caught me by surprise how active it was and how much energy there was. I don't know why, but I was not expecting it to be so loud. I really wasn't. I, I don't know why, but I really was not expecting it to be so loud with such high, strong energy and spirits that were like, talk to me, I'm right here. Like I was not expecting that at the Abbey. So I'm, I cannot wait to get back and investigate. Um, sometime the following day, um, to go on to the next spirit, um, it was on the bus. Like somewhere during the next day, like by midday, there was a ghost on the bus who had attached themselves to somebody and she was in her 50s, maybe early 60s, and she felt more modern, but someone brought her in, and I don't know who, it was towards the back of the bus, and she was there for a couple of days before her energy finally faded out. Um, I don't know who she was. Um, there was there was so much going on that I really, I couldn't concentrate on her and I feel bad. <laughs> but she attached to somebody towards the back of the bus and um, she, her energy was pretty strong. And then we get to Lep Castle. So I'm going to say that there were too many of us in that castle at one time to really concentrate on the spirits that were there. Um, however, the moment I walked into the castle, I was immediately drawn down a hall um, and to the right. And I didn't go at first because I wasn't sure if we were like allowed back there. But I told, I remember telling Taylor and I told Shelly, I'm like, I want to go back there. Like there's something back there. I can feel it. Shelly kind of winked at me, but so Sean Ryan, who um, is one of the owners, uh, a very lovely man. I loved listening to him talk. After um, he was done talking and um, I turned to Shelly and I said, I really want to go down that hall. I need to go down that hallway. And she goes, oh, go ahead. You know, the bathroom's down there. So I walked down and what I wanted to do when I reached the end where the bathroom was, was I wanted to take a left, but it was marked private. So I couldn't, but there was a female ghost down in that wherever that private opened up to <laughs> wherever that door led to there was a female ghost there who was very strong and she really wanted me to go in there but i could not 
And immediately after that, as I was walking, I'm like, I ran into another member, um, I believe it was Jay, of our group, and I said, it's really strong here, like, it is so much energy. And then he's like, it's coming from down there, and there was, like, steps that led, like, to the basement. And immediately, um, the female ghost that I had originally felt went away, and another uh, spirit came rushing up from the basement, basically. And he, yeah, there he was in the basement. And I suddenly, immediately wanted to go into the basement. Like, my whole body wanted to be just go down there. Go down there. I'm down here. You need to come. And I was not the only one feeling that energy. Um, and we could not go down into that. I did ask. And we, we, um, we weren't allowed to go down. And I, but I, really, I can't explain to you how badly my entire body was being pulled to go down there. It was intense, highly intense. Not long after that, we did split into groups. Some of us went to the banquet hall and the rest of us went up to um, the bloody chapel. And at first, when I was in the chapel, um, I was okay. Like there was energy, but I was okay. And then, um, one of Shelly's teammates had said the oubliette is over here um, and he kind of went in and shined a light down so we could see and as soon as I leaned over to look down um, the amount of spirits that are down there is there's a lot I'll just say that there I'm like wow there's a lot of spirits down there, there that is a lot of energy not bad energy there's just there was just a lot of energy and i walked away and i re um, walked back to where i was um on the left so that, like that other people could see and i don't know why but i started walking back towards that side of the room where the oubliette was and i i was so off like my equilibrium became so off so suddenly that i staggered and I was like, it was like I was weaving and I could not walk a straight line. I'm like, holy fuck. And um, Taylor was up there with me and I, she's like, do you need to sit? I'm like, yeah, I do, I need to sit. And then Shelly said, okay, we're gonna form an energy circle. And immediately I'm like, I cannot be in this circle. There's, there's too many of us, there's too much energy, I can't be there. So I walked over with Taylor and I told Shelly, I'm like, I cannot join the circle. So I kind of moved off to the side where they started their circle. And I just felt, it was, I can't, my whole, I was lightheaded, slightly dizzy, but mostly I was 100% off balance. Like my, like when you're sick and your equilibrium's off, that is what it felt like. And um, I did sit down. Shelly's like, you can sit down over here. And... I was telling, and Taylor was right beside me as they're starting, and I kept, as you're on the right side behind everybody, on that side of the circle, you could clearly see um, their shadows along the wall. So I could determine very easily who was a living person and who wasn't. Well, there were two distinct shadows at the end um, that were very human shadows from those in the circle. And every probably one to two seconds, a male shadow appeared in between them. And he was strong. 
his energy was very strong and it was very pulling and I knew that he was responsible for me feeling so off balance and dizzy and lightheaded like I knew instantly and I remember that Shelly came over to check on me and I <laughs> had pointed at one time I'm like he's like down there and she's nodded, nodding you know and she's like I know and finally I did when the I can't even remember I think it was like the third time she had asked me do I want to leave and I said yes I can't be up here I cannot be up here I'm too off so I went down and when we got down to the bottom floor you have to whisper because um, the floorboards up towards the banquet hall they're very thin and you can hear uh, everybody talking from the ground floor so I told her as I'm making tea um, before I sat down and I was explaining to her what was happening and you know, there were other shadows on the walls or on the stone up there, but um, that one on the right that kept appearing was the reason I was feeling the way I felt. And I just, I could not be up there because of the energy circle. There was so much energy being pulsed basically into the room um, that it just, it was too much for me um, on top of that spirit being there. Um, and so I sat down for a long time, had my tea, kind of tried to get my bearings back. Um, but before I left, um, one of the things that happened in the chapel was um, someone had asked, is there anyone here you want to talk to? And immediately in my mind, really loud, someone pretty much shouted, Mike, who was a member of our group. And I could, but I couldn't say it. Like, it wouldn't come out. Like, I could not say, hey, someone just said Mike. Like, the words would not come out. But I did when we were downstairs. I did tell Shelly, I'm like, it's Mike. Like, it feels like it's, they really need to talk to Mike. <laughs> and, um, and then everyone came down for some tea and coffee. And eventually we did get into, my group got into the banquet hall. And we decided to do, um, to sit down at the table and try and do like an EVP session or to contact someone. I had put my EVP recorder on to kind of record the session and it did not take long. <laughs> but there was a gentleman there, a man, he was standing behind the other Anastasia of our group um, who was uh, pretty much directly across from me. He was standing right against pretty much her um, her left side, her left shoulder. He was like right there. And his name started with an R and I couldn't really pronounce it and I couldn't like, all I knew was it was an R. It was an R name. I'm like maybe an R-O, but it wasn't Robert. Um, but it was definitely an R. And I could not feel anything else or any other spirit in that room except him. He had my full attention. He did not like there being so many people in the room or really in the castle at the same time. There was a lot of us in there, so, and he was not happy about it. And he wouldn't really talk because of that, but he was relaying how much he did not like there being so many people in the room. And, um, there was apparently a temperature drop. I did not feel that. So when 
there's a ghost around, it's not so much a temperature drop for me. I feel the shifting of energies, which sometimes causes goosebumps on my arms. It's not like a temperature shift, it's the energy shift that causes it. There was another sensitive in the room who was feeling something else, but I, all I could feel was this man standing behind Anastasia and he would not leave his spot. And if someone came and walked by him or walked through him, he was gonna stay there, he wasn't moving. Um, at the end of our session up there, when we were leaving, um, I told Shelly, I'm like, if you come back here with your team, try not to have more than four people in this room. He doesn't like there being this many people. And if you um, cap it at like three, four tops, he'll be more apt to speak to people. And his name starts with an R. When we were downstairs um, regrouping and everything, I was looking on my phone. Um, so when I need to find a specific name that means something for a book, I use behindthename.com because it has such a selection and variety from different cultures and countries and all of that. So I was looking on there under the Irish name um, male names and I'm going through the R's I'm like nope that's not it that's not it that's not it that's not it and then I finally landed on one and I'm like that's it I'm like it's either that name or a variant of and Shelly did tell me that it um, a variant of it was the name Ryan and that's definitely what his name is because as soon as I got on that name I'm like yep that's it right there that that is definitely his name. Um, and she had told me later after the trip that um, members of her team had gotten the name Ryan before. So I'm very excited for them to go back um, and learn um, if they find out anything more about him because he was very strong. The only one I could feel in that room. And if there was others there, I couldn't because he was very focused. His energy was very focused on me and talking to me and I could not reach out to anybody else if they were in the room anyway. Um, I am excited to go back. I desperately want to go back and investigate there um, and connect not only with him, but I also would love to go back up to the chapel and with less people and try and connect with the man that was up there that caused me to be so on balance and I would also like to just be up there and and just see how many spirits are actually up there because he was not the only one I felt but his energy really hit me hard and I'm kind of hoping that I can go um into the basement area because there's a darker spirit down there and I know that sounds nuts I really do <laughs> but I want to go down there and I want to figure him out because he was really strong as well um, as soon as I realized that I could not get through the private door to the woman that was there to the ghost that was there um, he immediately uh, was like hi yes I'm here too and then suddenly I just wanted to go down down into the basement down into the dark it was 
it was a very intense strong pull by him so I would like to revisit that as well the last one I'm gonna tell you about ties into the first one I was telling you about um, so when we got back to the Dublin City Hotel um, the moment I walked in I my I felt like I was on a ship it was the same feeling Taylor and I both got after her first EVP session um, that was mentioning a ship. Well, as soon as I walked into the Dublin City Hotel, I felt like I was on a ship. And um, I was kind of nauseous, to be quite honest, like I was seasick. Um, we left, the feeling went away. We were gone for a while, we went back in into the hotel and it was back. And I told, um, you know, Taylor, Brandy, Anna, and David, I'm like, I feel like I'm on a damn ship, like I'm gonna be seasick. And Taylor had said, I feel the same way. And it's only when I'm in the building. I'm like, yep, that's me. And so I decided to do an, uh, an EVP session as well as a quick spirit box session by myself in my room. And um, I didn't get anything, nothing came up. Um, and then Taylor <laughs> texted and said, um, I know this is gonna how this is gonna sound weird, but I Are you doing an EVP session or a spirit box session right now? I said yes I'm just finished doing a spirit box session um, And she came back with well my jaw really hurts exactly the way it did when we were at the Boyne and she had been talking to the man who was on he, the man who was on the ship So she came up and we decided to do a spirit box session uh, the Estes method I went under first I can't describe I have a six minute recording when I of uh, that I recorded on my EVB recorder while I was under um, on the spirit box doing the Estes method um, it was a full-on conversation every I was directly answering every question that Taylor was asking me very quickly and twice I heard the same classical music I heard when I was at the Boyne as you know that uh, Taylor had played the exact song twice I heard that and she heard it once when she was under um, after me and we didn't have a lot of time before dinner um, so her session was a little shorter than mine, but when I was under those six minutes, direct answers. Um, uh, the ship went down. He, the captain who I who was speaking to me through me, I should say, um, and answering her said he didn't survive. His wife Eileen, you remember that name? His wife Eileen did survive. Um, and then the classical music came and I had asked, you can hear me ask on the recorder, you can hear me ask um, your name and she responds, I'm Taylor, can you repeat my name? And like just before she finishes that question, I say I was talking to Taylor. And that's when I popped out 
of the session and I took the earphones out and I said, did I just say what I fucking thought I think I just said? And she's like, and I listened back. We listened back to the whole six minutes and it was insane um, how quickly I was directly responding to, I have never done a session where the spirit was answering that quickly and that directly. I have never experienced that. It was insane. And so we thought, you know, we had like 10 minutes before we had to leave the hotel for dinner. So we're like, okay, well, maybe if we put Taylor under, she'll get answers as well because they know they were talking to her. So we'll do that. And I had popped out once and said I was really seasick. So I ended up lying down for the rest of my session because I felt like I was going to throw up. I was so seasick. Towards the end of my session, I had said the word intense. And at the beginning of Taylor's session, the first word that she said was intense. And I'm like, yes, this is. This is intense for both of us. Unfortunately, however, um, they got really quiet. Um, she didn't say too much after that. Um, we got the classical music. There were a few words here and there, but uh, they got really quiet. And I was surprised because they had said at the very end of mine, you know, I was talking to Taylor, so we were hoping that they would talk to her or through her because they had said her name. But unfortunately, that didn't happen, and we ran out of time. And again, as soon as we left the hotel, um, the seasickness went away and I did not feel it. When we returned, um, like about four or five hours later, I did leave um, in my room. I left my EVP recorder on and I've only listened to about three hours of it. I still have an hour and a half to go. Um, there's a lot of noise in my room. There's a lot of walking around. There's a lot of banging. Um, you can hear some noise from outside, but that's easily, you could easily hear what was inside the room and what was coming from outside. The recorder was moved around and you can hear it being moved around on the recorder as well. Um, I'm happy. I only listened to a little bit of it the night, um, that night when I, we came back. I only listened to a little and I'm happy about that because um, if I had heard how active it was inside of my room, I probably wouldn't have been able to sleep. <laughs> so I'm glad I only listened to like 10, maybe 15 minutes of it before I shut it off and I'm like, yeah, this probably isn't a good idea to listen to right now. Um, also because I had to be up in the morning for my flight and I had to get up early, so. <clears throat> glad I didn't listen to it. Those were just the highlights of the interactions I had. I, there's a lot of spirits, um, both human and non-human in Ireland. And there wasn't a day that I did not encounter somebody or feel somebody around me. Um, nor was there a day that went by that somebody wasn't talking about their haunted room. Um, poor Anna and her roommate. I think every hotel room they were in was haunted. There was the hotel room that I was in in Galway was 
not haunted in my specific room. However, the Boyne and Dublin and Burr uh, hotels, I did have somebody in my room. They weren't talkative, but they were active. And they let me know they were there, but they didn't really want to talk, uh, which was fine. I, you know, I just put parameters on, like, you can't go in the bathroom and you can't get in my bed. That was pretty much the only rules I had for them. And they respected those. Um, oh, back to left before I forget to say this. Um, so when I was downstairs and I was drinking tea before everybody else came down, it was me, Taylor, and Eddie, who was our bus driver, and he's a com he's so awesome. I love him so much. Um, we were down talking, and as we were talking, behind his chair, along the wall, I saw like it probably around the height of like a nine or ten year old girl. Um, Shadow kept uh, darting behind him and along the wall, and it felt the energy was that of you know when um, the adults are talking around a table or they're in a circle and they're talking, and the kids around you are just running around playing and laughing that was the energy of this child ghost that i kept seeing dart behind his chair um it was that type of playful interaction um you know oh the adults are talking but i'm gonna run around and giggle and play and that was that energy which was really cool i have got uh, and there are so many more interactions i could talk about but those were the highlights and i can't wait to go back to ireland and not only just explore it um and really immerse myself in it um much like i want to go back to scotland to do but i also really want to investigate there there are so many spirits and so many entities um in both ireland and scotland that i want to go back to and just sit there with the spirits and um, really interact with them. I will be getting um, the evidence up on either my blog or um, one of my social media accounts um, for you guys to see, especially the video um, of that flash of light um, as I go through them. But as I said, I have a lot still to go through. <laughs> I have a lot of audio, especially. Um, but I have, I think I have about five more videos, um, that I have to go through. So be patient with me. I will be getting any evidence that I find. I will get that loaded up, um, for you guys to check out. If you have any questions about experiences, um, I shared about Ireland, um, or any comments, please leave them below on the Podbean landing page, or I post the link on my social media, um, sites you can leave the comment or question um, on that post and I will address them in the next podcast and until the next podcast thank you so so much for joining me and have a great evening